Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm excited today to talk to you about the impact of the religious spirit on our mental health. You might hear people talk about that that person is really religious or someone else has a religious spirit. Well, I'm going to break down kind of the definitions of this and the harm and the pain that the actual religious spirit can cause on our mental health. We don't realize how unfree we are and that we continue to do things instead of allowing allowing ourselves to just be. So if you really want to step into being free and still love God, listen to this episode. Last week, I did an episode called God is Big, God is Big, God is Real, Non-Religious, and Non-Hypocritical. And I talked about how our view of church can impact our intimacy with God. And the one before that was with Kelly Copeland. She was super, super open and vulnerable with her story and how she was really immature with her emotions and that it didn't allow her to worship God with her whole heart. So these episodes are very good segue to lead into what I'm going to be talking about today with the religious spirit. So make sure to go back and check those episodes out. And please make sure to like me on social media. Make sure I'm on YouTube now. So make sure to subscribe so you can get the notifications. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I just got on TikTok. So if any of you have had hesitation with TikTok, I understand. But this is why I got on there because we do need more godly and people talking about Jesus. You know, we just need more of that in the areas where Jesus isn't. Um, so if any of you have actually been hesitating and not so sure about TikTok, I really just want to encourage you to just ask God about it and see what he's saying, um, because I think there's more of us that need to get into that realm, even though it's not something that we're necessarily really wanting to, um, but God has other plans, so it's not necessarily up to us. Um, and I also wrote a book earlier this year called The Brave Encourager, and I really talk about pulling the gold out of people instead of pointing out the dirt. Um, so make sure to check that out. You can get that on Amazon or email me for a signed copy. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to share is that I'm going to be presenting at the Midwest Association of Christian Counselors on October 7th in Minnesota. Um, I'm going to be the keynote speaker, and we have some other amazing speakers as well in a panel with mental health therapists and pastors together. So you don't want to miss this. So I really want to put a plug into Mac. Um, and we'll be sharing the website. So go to www.yourmac.com for more information. And we are also looking for vendors at this time. Um, so as the publication of this podcast will come out, um, this will be October 7th, 2022. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we welcome you right now. I pray, God, that you come and you be here with the listeners. Be with me as I speak everything that they need. If there's anything that I say in this podcast that is not useful or helpful, 
I just pray that you could just let it go. Don't focus on what isn't helpful and what Holy Spirit isn't showing you. I just pray for your eyes to be open, your ears to hear, and that anything you thought you had to do is able to just really break off. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so I just pray that today you can step into more freedom as you're able to be yourself more in the way that God designed. And so we just bind up all religious spirits in the name of Jesus, all anxiety, all depression, all anger towards other people. I pray, God, that the listeners are able to step into forgiving people that they have bitterness towards and legitly forgive. And so we thank you, Lord, that you are bigger than we understand. You are kinder than we have experienced. We thank you, Lord, for showing us more of you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So we hear the word religion thrown around, you know, religion, religious, religious spirit. Um, I've had people, even family members, kind of say, well, Heidi's really religious. And there might be some things, actually, that I am religious on. And being religious is actually not necessarily a bad thing. So I might religiously go to the gym in the morning. Okay, that's actually a healthy choice. It's a good thing. You might religiously put a half an hour for God every day. That in itself is actually a really good thing. And so I really want to just kind of put that out there first because I think sometimes we can just go to like, well, the religion is horrible and religious isn't good. Um, it, it really just depends on what it is that you're being religious about. And then most importantly, your heart. Where is your heart with the choices that you're making? And that's where the religious spirit really came from was the Pharisees and the Sadducees because their heart wasn't about God. Their heart was about the stuff. All right, so I want to just first say what religion is. And Wikipedia actually talked about that the definition of religion is very controversial and a complicated subject in religious studies with scholars, and they're actually failing to agree on one definition. Um, the Oxford Dictionaries defines religion as the belief in and or worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. And then um, another definition is that the belief in reverence for a supernatural power or powers regarded as creating and governing the universe. Okay, and so now I'm going to share what the definition of the religious spirit is. Um, really, it's a type of demonic spirit that can influence a person, a group of people, and it replaces a genuine relationship with God. When people operate out of this religious spirit, they really attempt to earn salvation instead of accepting that it's a free gift because being saved is free. It's not something that we have to do. We just have to say, I believe with my heart. And so this spirit is really very evil and it's established a very kind of non-biblical beliefs and customs for many, many years. So it's not, it's not based on the Bible and it's not actually what God wants for us. Um, so as believers, we really need to be open to wanting to discern on what the religious spirit is and being able to dive into understanding who God is more instead of the focus on this is what we have to do. Um, it really has caused a lot of judgment in the church and destruction in people um, and 
we really need to be more open to understanding this, but not go and judge people right away who have the religious spirit. I think that people who are say they don't have it can then end up judging the people that do have it. And so we just end up judging more and it's more of the religious spirit. Second Corinthians 11, 13 through 14 says, for such false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. And so when we have this religious spirit, there's actually a lot of stress that we have. So if you notice yourself being more stressed about having to do things instead of being, God wants us to be who we are. He wants us to be ourselves, and that's where his glory really shines. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9 says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and that is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, lest anyone should boast. It is not anything that we need to do. You can't earn God's love. It's just there. And so when we have the religious spirit, we're going to struggle with the lack of joy because our focus is more on doing and all the stuff. So if you notice that you're struggling with joy, um, and then the other thing is it takes away God's power and it kind of puts it on the things that we're doing, the stuff that we are attending to. God becomes smaller. His power becomes smaller. I know there's lots of churches that they'll say we believe in the Holy Spirit, but the actual move of the Holy Spirit isn't in the church. And so it's almost like God is sitting outside. The Holy Spirit is sitting outside say, in the church saying, I'm ready to come in. I'm ready to come in. But the church is so focused on the religious spirit and doing religious things that they're not allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and do what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And sometimes it's not always super organized. Sometimes somebody might need something and we need to be right there to say, okay, all right, Holy Spirit's moving. What is it that you need? And we can step in and we can pray for that person. Um, the religious spirit will judge other people. So you don't see people the way that Jesus does and you don't love like Jesus does. Matthew 7, 5 says to first remove the plank from your own eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And so we can get out of this judgment. In the religious spirit, you actually lose more souls than you win them. The point of being a Christian is for people to look at us and say, oh gosh, what is it that you have? What is it about you? I want to know more about that. And that you have opportunities to share the gospel with them, the real gospel of Jesus dying on the cross and, and raising three days. And that the gospel isn't just a this is what you believe and this is this is you know something that we just say yep I check it off but you died too like it's a transformation of our heart we should look different when we believe when we are Christians other people should see something different in our life and so if you look the same as everyone else there definitely could be a religious spirit that's trying to hinder you from being able to step out and really see Jesus the Holy Spirit moving God the Father being your loving Father, that this isn't just a, a thing that we do and that we check off. It's a lifestyle. The Holy Spirit's a person. The Holy Spirit is here with us right now. The religious spirit affects our mental health in many ways. And I've already mentioned some of them by struggling with joy, by being very stressed because you're focusing on things and stuff instead of the relationship with God. 
Okay, I see people actually being um, very uptight would be a word that I would use and believe in that they're doing the right thing, but they're really very wound up. And so there's joy can't get in when you're very, when you're kind of uptight and you're stressed and you're focused on, on what you need to do. There's a lot of perfectionism that can come from the religious spirit and perfectionism is, is the opposite of actually striving for excellence. Okay, Brene Brown's definition of that is striving for excellence. We want to move away from perfectionism. That isn't a thing, and that is really where the religious spirit can kind of make a home in us. In my episode with Kelly Copeland, she actually talked about how God transformed her and opened her eyes to see the importance of mental health. Um, and if you know anything about her father, Kenneth Copeland, his ministry is known as the Word of Faith movement, which means they have faith in the Word of God. And so they're very focused on the Word, which is beautiful. I love it. It actually helped me to have more passion for the Bible. But if we're focusing on the Word and not the word in relation to our Father and Jesus and Holy Spirit with us, it can't. It can lose its meaning. And so, what, here's what she said. She said, "When our soul is renewed, it's a walk with God. God doesn't just slap on newness on our soul once we are saved. We get sifted by the enemy at the same time the Lord is trying to sift us." So it can be confusing and painful. It's not that God is trying to sift us with our circumstances. Jesus is trying to get stuff out of us that the devil's connected to. Okay, so he's cleansing us. That's actually been our problem. So she talked about that we, we need to not be impatient with God. We need to have an understanding of how patient God is with us. So I think that a lot of times we have the religious spirit because we are impatient and want things to change. We're impatient. We want things to be better. We're impatient. We want to control our family. And so if we can say, don't have sex before marriage, or you can't do this, or you can't do that, we're in control. And what that does is it takes away the relationship. Like if you're a parent, you want to lead your kids to have their own relationship with God not yours. Your faith is not theirs. And so we want them to hear from God themselves, and that that voice is what's going to speak to them to say, oh, man, I, I want to choose holiness. I love God. I want to be holy. Instead of, oh, better, I better be holy because my parents told me I need to. I'm afraid. Okay, so we want, we want children, we want us to be led by the kindness of the Lord leading us to repentance, which is Romans 2.4. So we can focus on this religion and the activities instead of intimacy with God because we can control it. And I think a lot of us, we want to have control. We want to know what's happening. So how can we break free from the spirit of religion? Well, I, I will pray a prayer at the end of this, but there's some other things that you can do that can really help you to move out of this if this is something that you're struggling with. Um, the mo first and most important thing is spend time with God and get to know Him. And that means being in worship, that means reading the Word, but do it in a way where He's a person and He's there's a relationship there and, you're, and you just talk to Him as you're doing it. Be real with God, but spend time with Him so you can get to know Him. And so when you run into something that's not Him, that's not the Word, that's not that loving Father that you're experiencing as you're spending time with Him, you can feel and know the difference. And you're like, ooh, that's not God. So that's discernment. So you spend time with him, you get to know him, 
And so when you see something that's not God, it highlights for you, wow, I don't think that that's God. I think that that might be the religious spirit. And so then you can pray and you can just say, God, I just pray for the truth to come in. We just bind up that religious spirit and we just pray for your joy, for your freedom. And you can pray instead of attack and judge. Okay, so really find out his nature as a good father and his goodness. Okay, the next thing is to get out of the religious box. So to do this, there's many different things you could do. You could go to a different church. Okay, you can see how people celebrate God differently. I grew up Lutheran. I go to a church that has Baptist roots, but I love going to charismatic churches. I would honestly say those are my favorite churches to go to because they're so free. Um, but sometimes the charismatic church can get a bad rep because they're not focused on the word. Okay, so it's, again, then we're judging them. And it's like, you know what? They're people and they love God. Yes, they may not have certain revelation that you might have, but we need to love people and think outside the box more. Listen to different music. So before this, I spent time in worship before I did this podcast, and I actually put on some Christian rap. And the song I listened to was called Holy Drip by Terry Minor Jr. Um, it's on iTunes and you can get it. Um, and it really is anointed. The Holy Spirit is there. And if you're used to certain kind of music, it can break out of the box of listening to a different kind of music. So these are just examples, going to different churches, listen to different music, um, maybe journal instead of read the word or read the word instead of journal. And so just kind of changing things up and, and doing things differently. Again, I'm just saying this, if this is something that you struggle with. If you have a really, do a really good job of really spending time and having that intimate time with God, then that's not an issue for you. Okay, so just doing something different in your routine. Um, ask God specifically for the gift of discernment because as you spend time with them, you're going to actually kind of gain that skill anyways or gain that gift anyways, um, but ask him for it. Um, Luke 12, 1 says that in the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people have get, gathered together so that they trampled one another, he began to say to his disciples, first of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. And so it allows you to be able to just notice if there is kind of a Pharisaical or Sadducee spirit, which is the religious spirit, and you're, you're able to notice it and be aware of it and see it so that you're not attaching to that and becoming like that. Um, if you do start to get in the religious spirit and you notice it, just repent. Go back to being a child of God and just sitting at God's feet, sitting at his feet of just being a little child, learning and growing. Like I said at the beginning, being religious isn't all bad. It's good to have a religious practice of going on dates with your spouse. It's good to have a religious practice of saying I love you to your kids. But again, it, you want to mean it. Okay, there needs to be a heart meaning. So let's just repent. Okay, Romans 2.4, like I said earlier, says the kindness of the Lord leads us to the repentance, not judgment. Okay, so right now we just repent for being religious and not focusing on you, God. We're sorry that we've made you a thing instead of a person. We're sorry that we're so focused on the stuff and the things that we're doing instead of you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for forgiving us. Thank you that your blood is so powerful that it comes and washes us completely clean we can go boldly to the throne of grace. So right now I'm going to pray for you. 
Right now I break every ritual, sacrifice, activity that was a religious focus on every single one of the listeners. Any sort of activity that was done by works and not relationship, I break right now in the name of Jesus. We break that religious spirit off of us. I break any ungodly soul tie of the religious spirit. I break any other legal right, known or unknown, for the spirit of religion to stay in the name of Jesus. And we just break it off and we say, go. I pray for you to know God as a good father, as a big God, and to be intimate with him. If any of you have struggled to be intimate with him because of that religiousness, I just pray for the grace of God to come in and show himself to you, that the Holy Spirit will be alive in your life and you will get to know every single aspect of the Godhead. Holy Spirit, Jesus, Father God. Nehemiah 8.10 says that the joy of the Lord is our strength and so I just declare that over you, that you will be free, you will experience God's joy in a new way because you move out of, you're moving out of the stuff of what you have to do into that place of intimacy. And it's fun. I pray for fun. I pray for the gifts of spirit to start to manifest in your life, that there's a hunger that increases, a passion for God that you never knew that you could have, a love for people, that your eyes will start to see people the way that Jesus does. And you'll move out of judgment and loving them even if they're doing something that you are so opposed to and you know that God doesn't love, that you love the person first. You don't approve what they're doing, but you love the person first. I heard from Eagle Brook Church a few weeks ago that loving is different from affirming and we need to be loving each other. And so I pray for God's grace over you to love. Thank you, Jesus. And now I want you to declare some things right now. I want you to say some things out loud. I want you to say, I am loved because I am a child of God. I want you to say, I am free. And when you say I'm free, I want you to just raise your hands in the air and just say, I am free. And if you're driving, just do one hand, that's fine. Just say, I am free. I am saved by grace, not by works. Jesus is the Lord and master of my life. Jesus is the Lord and master of every area of my life. Jesus is in control, not me. God's glory shines through me into the world. I am enough as I am. Wherever I walk, people experience God's goodness. I am a glory carrier. God's glory shines through me. I pray for you to have an amazing and blessed, free and joyful week being a glory carrier. Thank you.
Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.